Welcome to A Lamp and a Light. Today is July the 11th, 2022. My name is Melissa, and I'm so glad that you're here with me today as we read the one-year Bible in the King James Version, and we see what God has for us. Let's just get started with it. God, we just come before you, and we ask you to bless the reading of your word, God, your precious word. Anoint our ears to hear it and our hearts to receive it, and we'll give you the glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. First Chronicles 11, 1 through 12, 18. Then all Israel gathered themselves to David, to Hebron, saying, Behold, we are thy bone and thy flesh. And moreover, in time past, even when Saul was king, thou wast he that leadest out and broughtest in Israel. And the Lord thy God said unto thee, Thou shalt feed my people Israel, and thou shalt be ruler over my people Israel. Therefore came all the elders of the Israel to the king to Hebron, and David made a covenant with them in Hebron before the Lord. And they anointed David king over Israel according to the word of the Lord by Samuel. And David and all Israel went to Jerusalem, which is Jebus, where the Jebusites were and the inhabitants of the land. And the inhabitants of Jebus said to David, Thou shalt not come hither. Nevertheless, David took the castle of Zion, which is the city of David. And David said, Whosoever smiteth the Jebusites first shall be chief and captain. So Joab, the son of Zerah, went first up and was chief. And David dwelt in the castle, therefore they called it the city of David. And he built the city round about, even from Milo round about, and Joab repaired in rest of the city, the rest of the city. So David waxed greater and greater, for the Lord of hosts was with him. There also was the chief of the mighty men whom David had, who strengthened themselves with him in his kingdom and with all of Israel to make him king according to the word of the Lord concerning Israel. And this is the number of the mighty men whom David had, Jashubian, and has a Hachmonite, the chief of the captains. He lifted up his spear against three hundred slain by him at one time. And after him was Eleazar, the son of Dodo, the Ahutite, which was one of the three mighties. He was with David at Pashdaman, and there in the Philistines were gathered together to battle, where it was a parcel of ground full of barley, and the people fled from before the Philistines. And they set themselves in the midst of that parcel and delivered it and slew the Philistines, and the Lord saved them by a great deliverance. Now three of the thirty captains went down to the rock to, to David into the cave of Adullam, and the host of the Philistines encamped in the valley of Rephaim. And David was then in hold, and the Philistines' garrison was then at Bethlehem. And David longed and said, Oh, that one would give me a drink of the water of the well of Bethlehem that is at the gate. And the three break through the host of the Philistines and drew water out of the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate and took it and brought it to David. But David would not drink of it, but poured it out to the Lord and said, My God forbid it me that I should do this thing. Shall I drink the blood of these men that have put their lives in jeopardy? For with that jeopardy of their lives they brought it. Therefore he would not drink it. These things did these three mightiest. And Abishai, the brother of Joab, he was chief of the three. For lifting up his spear against three hundred, he slew them and had a name among the three. Of the three, he was the more honorable than the two, for he was their captain. Howbeit, he attained not to the first three. Benaiah, the son of Jehoda, the son of a valiant man of Kabzeel, who had done many acts, he slew two lion-like men of Moab, also he went down and slew a lion in the pit in a sunny, snowy day. And he slew an Egyptian, a man of great stature, five cubits high. 
and the Egyptian's hand was a spear like a weaver's beam, and he went down to him with a staff and plucked the spear out of the Egyptian's hand and slew him with his own spear. These things did Benaniah, the son of Jehoiada, and had the name among the three mightiest. Behold, he was honorable among the thirty, but attained not to the first three, and David set him over his guard. Also the valiant men of the armies were Ashahel, the brother of Joab, Ilian, the son of Dodo of Bethlehem, Shemuth, the Herotite, Kelez, the Pilanite, Ira, the son of Ikish, the Tetkoite, Ibezer, the Atonatite, Sibikai, the Hushatite, Eli, the Ahotite, Maharai, the Nephophatite, Helad, the son of Bana, the Nephophatite, Ithi, the son of Rebai, of Gibeah, that pertained to the children of Benjamin, Benaniah, the Parathonite, Hura, the of the brooks of Gash, Abiel, the Erbathite, Asmaveth, the Berhoramtite, Eliaba, the Shalabontite, the son of Hashem, the Gizanite, Jonathan, the son of Sage, the Herorite, Ahiam, the son of Sekar, the Herorite, Iphiel, the son of Ur, Iphar, the Mechorotite, Ahijah, the Pelianite, Hezro, the Carmelite, Nairi, the son of Ibazi, Joel, the brother of Nathan, Hib- Mibhar, the son of Hagari, Zilleth, the Ammonite, Nahari, the Berethite, the armor-bearer of Joab, the son of Zeruah, Ira, the Irathite, Gerab, the Irathite, Uri, the Hittite, Uriah, the Hittite, Zabad, the son of Elhi, Adina, the son of Shiza, the Rib- Reubenite, a captain of the Reubenites, the thirty with him, Hanan, the son of Mecca, and Josephat, the Mithanite, Uzziah, the Ashtirotite, Shama and Jeel, the sons of Hothan, the Arioite, Giadal, the son of Shimri, and Joah, his brother, the Tizite, Ilil, the Mehavite, and Jerabai, and Josephai, the sons of Elam, and Ithamah, the Moabite, Iliel, and Obed, and Jeziel, the Mesiobite. Now these are they that came to David to Ziglag, while he kept while he yet kept himself close because Saul the son of Kish, and they were among the mighty men, helpers of the war. They were armed with bows and could use both the right hand and the left in hurling stones and shooting arrows out of the bow, even of Saul's brethren of Benjamin. The chief was Ahaziah, then Joash the son of Shema and the Gibeathite, and Jezel and Pelet, and the sons of Asmavite, and Birka and Juha the Atonite, and Ishmael, the Gibeonite, a mighty man among thirty and who over thirty, and Jeremiah and Jeazil and Joan and Josabad, the Giradite, Eluzai and Jeremoth and Belial and Shemara and Sheptiah, the Haraphite, Elkanah and Jeshia and Azareel and Jozer and Jezebim and the Koratites and Joel and Zebediah, the sons of Jerahom of Gir, and of the Gadites that were separated themselves unto David into the hold 
to the wilderness men of might and men of war fit for battle that could handle shield and buckler, whose faces were like the faces of lions and were as swift as the rose upon the mountains. Ezer the first, Obadiah the second, Eliab the third, Mishamana the fourth, Jeremiah the fifth, Atai the sixth, Elul the seventh, Johan Hanan the eighth, Elazabad the ninth, Jeremiah the tenth, Maccabani the eleventh. These were the sons of Gad, captains of the host. One of the least was over an hundred, and the greatest over a thousand. These are they that went over the Jordan in the first month, when it had overflown all his banks, and they put to flight all of them of the valleys, both toward the east and toward the west. And there came of the children of Benjamin and Judah to the hold unto David. And David went out to meet them, and answered and said unto them, If ye be come peaceably unto me to help me, Mine heart shall be knit unto you, but if ye come to betray me to mine enemies, and seeing there is no wrong in mine hand, the God of our fathers look thereon and rebuke it. Then the spirit came upon Amashai, who was chief of the captains, and he said, Thine are we, David, and on thy side, thou son of Jesse, peace, peace be unto you, and peace be to thine helpers, for thy God helpeth thee. Then David received them and made them captains of the band. Acts 28, 1-31 And when they were escaped, then they knew that the island was called Malaysia. And the barbarous people showed us no little kindness, for they kindled a fire and received us every one because of the present rain and because of the cold. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a viper out of the heat, fastened on his hand. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, No doubt this man is a murderer, whom thou for whom though he hath escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffereth not to live. And he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. Howbeit they looked when he should have swollen and fall dead suddenly. But after they had looked at a great, a great while and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a god. In the same quarters were possessions of the chief men of the island, whom, whose name was Publius, who received us and lodged us three days courteously, and it came to pass that the father of Publius lay sick with a fever and of a bloody flux, to whom Paul entered in and prayed, and laid his hand on him and healed him. So when this was done, others also, which had diseases in the island, came and were healed, who also honored us with many honors, and when he departed, they laded us with such things as were necessary." And after three months, we departed in a ship of Alexandria, which had weathered in the isle, whose sign was Castor and Pollux. And landing at Syracuse, we tarried there three days. And from thence, we fetched a compass and came to Regman. And after one day, the south wind blew, and we came the next day to Putuli, where we found brethren and were desired to tarry with them seven days. And so we went toward Rome. And from thence, when the brethren heard of us, they came to meet us as far as Appi, Forum, and the three taverns, whom when Paul saw, he thanked God and took courage. And when we came to Rome, the centurions delivered the prisoners to the captain of the guard, and but Paul was, was suffered to dwell by himself with the soldier that kept him. And it came to pass that after three days, Paul called the chief of the Jews together, and when they were come together, he said unto them, Men and brethren, Though I have committed nothing against the people or customs of our fathers, yet I was delivered prisoner from Jerusalem into the hand of the Romans, 
who, when they had examined me, would have let me go because there was no cause of death in me. But when the Jews spake against it, I was constrained to appeal, appeal unto Caesar, not that I had ought to accuse my nation of. For this cause, therefore, I have called for you to see you and to speak with you, because that for the hope of Israel I am bound with this chain. And they said unto him, We never received letters out of Judah concerning thee, neither any of the brethren that came showed or spake any harm of thee. But we desire to hear of thee what thou thinkest, for as concerning this sect we know that everywhere it is spoken against. And when they had appointed him a day, there came many to him into his lodging, to whom he expounded and testified of the kingdom of God, persuading them concerning Jesus, both out of the law of Moses and out of the prophets, from morning till evening. And some believed the things that were spoken, and some believed not. And when they agreed not among themselves, they departed. After that, Paul had spoken one word, well spake the Holy Ghost by Isaiah the prophet unto our fathers, saying, Go unto this people and say, Hearing ye shall hear and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see and not perceive. For the heart of this people is wax gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes have they closed, lest they should see their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. Be it known therefore unto you that the salvation of God is sent unto the Gentiles, and that they will hear it. And when he had said these words, the Jews departed and had great reasoning among themselves. And Paul dwelt two whole years in his own hired house, and received all that came in unto him, preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things which concerning the Lord Jesus Christ with all confidence, no man forbidding him. Psalm 9, 1-12 I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all thy marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in thee. I will sing praise to thy name, O Most High. When that mine enemies are turned back, they shall fall and perish at thy presence. For thou hast maintained my right and my cause. Thou satest in the throne, judging right. Thou hast rebuked the heathen. Thou hast destroyed the wicked. Thou hast put out their name forever and ever. O thou enemy, destructions are come to a perpetual end. And thou hast destroyed cities. Their memorial is perished with them. But the Lord shall endure forever. He hath prepared his throne for judgment. And he shall judge the world in righteousness. He shall minister judgment to the people in uprightness. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble, and they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. Sing praise to the Lord, which dwelleth in Zion. Declare among the people his doings. When he maketh inquisition for blood, he remembereth them. He forgetteth not the cry of the humble. Proverbs 19, 1-3 Better is the poor that walketh in his integrity than he that is perverse in his lips and is a fool. Also that the soul be without knowledge, it is not good, and he that hasteth with his feet sinneth. The foolishness of man perverted his way, and his heart fretteth against the Lord. In today's reading in the Old Testament, we read about David's mighty men of valor. And as we read those names, those were hard names to read. And, you know, it doesn't always flow off your tongue. But it's important to me that we read every single one of these names. And why is that? 
because these were David's mighty men of valor. These are people that did honorable things for the Lord, for for David, as David served the Lord. And that is the reason they were even called the mighty men of valor, because of the things that they did that we read about. A lot of times we'll read names and we see the things that they did, and they're not honorable. But when we are talking about honorable works, honorable men and women of God, how beautiful it is to read their names. And you know, one day, somebody's going to be reading your name. It may be up in in heaven. There's a book in heaven with your name written down. Maybe your name will be talking about dishonorable things that you've done. I just pray that it's not. I pray that your name will be written because of the honorable things that you've done, because you're a child of God, because you have served the Lord. What a blessing to know that when you, you're not saved by works, but when you do works for the Lord, or when you do works for somebody that is serving the Lord, you are, it is being written down in God's book. And one day, somebody just like me may be sitting there reading it as we enter into and live throughout eternity. I'm just, I don't want to miss one single name because I honestly, I don't want my name to be missed. I don't want you to go over my name. If my name's up in that book, I want you to read my name. I don't do it for that, but wow, these people didn't do it for it either, but that God would write their names down. What a blessing, but it is a promise that your name will be written down. So I don't know. It's just a thought that I had today. I always just almost get giddy because it's so hard to read the names. And when it's over, you just take a deep breath, but that you read those names and that those people, they lived a life on this earth and they did works for the Lord, just like you and me. Go out and do something for the Lord today. Go out and share the gospel. Go out and love somebody in Jesus' name and you will have a reward. It might just be that your name and what you did will be written down. Lord, we just come before you today, and I just thank you for your word and your encouragement. I thank you that you just lift us through our days. And just when we're having uh, hard days sometimes, but you lift us up out of it and you pull us through. And a lot of that is because we come before your word and we read what you have to say to us today and we open our hearts to it. And we thank you for that, God. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We give you the praise. Be with us as we go out to do your work, God. And we'll give you the glory that for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm-hmm.